Wild Feather Podcast. I'm Brooke Dunwell, serial entrepreneur, sponge for life, and lover of people. Join me as we uncover the stories of courageous female entrepreneurs, founders, and investors pushing beyond limitless boundaries. Let's explore their creative journeys and pursuits to greatness. I am speaking with Michelle Harthill today. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur. During the pandemic, she decided to launch Michelle, which is Michelle.com. And it is an online marketplace for natural, organic, and eco-friendly products and brands that are women-owned. She started her first company at the age of 26, which is still going today. She's the CEO of Harthill Marketing Services, a full-service shopper marketing agency. And her company was named the best full-service shopper marketing agency in 2016. And in 2019, Michelle was named one of the top 50 women in business. Michelle's fantastic. She is an absolute joy, and she is always willing to help. I am excited to have her on the show today. I love her energy. Thank you, Michelle, for joining us today. I am so excited to have you here, and I can't wait to hear your story um, and the cool things that you're up to. Like, I love what you're doing and uh, think it's fantastic. So I'm not going to give it away. I'm going to let you tell us about Michelle, but so glad you made time to talk to us today. Thank you. Likewise. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. So... Tell us how you, well, first of all, tell us about Michelle. Tell us what Michelle's all about and how you came about coming up with the idea and what prompted you to found, to be the founder and start it and all that fun stuff. Okay. So I launched Michelle uh, about almost two years ago, uh, June of 2020, to be exact. Uh, I took the opportunity during COVID when my... Yeah. Uh, other first business kind of stopped because of COVID. So Michelle is a business, uh, it's a marketplace, it's an e-commerce marketplace to specifically focus on natural, organic, and eco-friendly products in a variety of categories by women-owned brands. Yeah, exciting stuff, huh? Yeah. So, and I love it that you did it during COVID. I always think just a side note, I always think of Martha Stewart when she went to prison or jail. right? uh, And and they're like, she's going to the think tank. What do you, what do you think she's going to come up with next? Right? Like I think of COVID and like anytime the economy goes bad, I'm like, this is the think tank right now. What can we come up with? Right. So I love that. And honestly, it seems as though a lot of my brand partners launched in 2020 during COVID. Ironically enough. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, if you're on e-commerce, I mean, according to what I saw on TikTok, shall we say, because I got suckered into TikTok during COVID. I don't, watch it now but i was watching a lot of it during covid with some good humor there is good there's there's great humor (laughs) great humor yeah um (laughs) but everyone was buying a ton of stuff everything was being promoted on tiktok and uh there were a lot of people that were not afraid to shop that's for sure so e-commerce was the way to go 
Absolutely. And it was one of the biggest years for natural products via e-com as well, ironically. So maybe I, I I'm sure a lot of it came from exposure on TikTok. <laughs> TikTok and Instagram. <laughs> All it takes is one video. <laughs> yes, it does. So the power of social media is unbelievable, right? Right, <laughs> right. Anyway, okay, so back to your story. So you launched in 2020. Yes, yep. So what led okay. me to uh, start Michelle was uh, in my other world, I own a full service marketing and advertising agency that I've had since I was 26 years old. So just to date me, I turned 50 last weekend. So I've had it about Yay. 23, 24 years. Happy birthday, but that's Thank incredible you. to start an agency at the age of 26. You Total must fluke. be total, total fluke. fluke. Oh, I was total like, you fluke. must be just a natural driven person. Well, perhaps, but the agency started, honestly, I was not planning on the agency whatsoever. I was working as a side note from Michelle. I was working for an agency um, who I who was very unethical with regards to how they treated their clients. Um, and I, I started my own agency seeing what wasn't working or what shouldn't work because they were, you know, stealing money from my clients and billing them for things that they should have had no business paying for, like the rent of their building. So oh I couldn't, I couldn't hang with that type of, of environment. So when I launched Hard Hill Marketing Services, my agency, it was a complete fluke, not knowing if I would have one client, but just knowing that I knew enough about a little bit about everything that needed to get me kind of started. And also knowing that I was super resourceful and that I would figure it out because that is my personality. Yeah. And um, ironically, the client that I had at that agency, which was ConAgra Foods, came uh, with me wow. a weeks after I launched. That's a great company. I mean, that's a pretty big deal. It was that's a pretty big, big company. It was a big yeah. Company. Yeah. Good for you. So I yeah, it. I became, uh, you know, I was very transparent at that young age of saying, I'm not an entrepreneur. I just feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. Um, I don't know much, but I'll figure it out. And what I do know, you'll take complete advantage of. And when we screw up, we will completely own it. I will tell you that we've screwed up and we will do everything in our power to fix it. And that was really good enough for them because I'd worked with them for about two and a half years. So they, they knew me and we had that relationship, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I still have hard home marketing services. I still do work with globally known CPG clients. The agency grew very fast. Within the first five years in business, we were working with um, companies underneath the PepsiCo umbrella, Quaker, Gatorade, Tropicana, uh, Bumblebee Tuna here in San Diego, Smithfield Foods, Johnson Johnson, Kimberly Clark, the list, the list goes on. Mm -hmm. So what led me to Michelle um, was about eight years ago, uh, shortly after I moved here to Southern California, I connected with a lady through a networking organization called Network of Executive Women. And she kind of spearheaded the SoCal chapter. She was starting a company at the time, um, a sales broker 
firm. So she was going to be kind of the liaison between the brand and the retailers. Her job was to get brands on retailers' shelves. Mm-hmm. With that mm-hmm. came the marketing and sales aspects of things. Well, I became her marketing arm. So Heart of mm-hmm. Marketing Services became her, her marketing arm. What was unique about her business model is that she focused on minority-owned CPG companies mm-hmm. to represent. So as I took on these companies or brands of hers, they were all in that natural, organic, eco-friendly space, and they were all minority owned. So a part of my strategy is I have to truly become a part of your brand in order to successfully market your brand, you know, understand your objectives and needs. So while doing my due diligence to build her brands, to prepare them to be in retail, I quickly noticed that unless their SEO was set up, customers couldn't find them. Unless they were on social consistently, people didn't know about them. Unless they were doing all the grassroots, truly the grassroots marketing strategies to be seen, nobody Mm -hmm. knew about them. That's what led me to develop Michelle. Mm. because I loved, I loved this. I was already in that holistic lifestyle space. I love these brands. More importantly, I was super intrigued by these women's journeys, what led them to develop these products. And every single brand had a pretty cool story, right? Whether it was from personal endeavor of between like illnesses or travels and experiences, they all had a really, really cool story. So when I started developing Michelle, the idea specifically was not to step on Etsy's toes or even Amazon's toes or any other well-known marketplace, but to truly be in this space of for people who either was in that holistic lifestyle living space or who wanted to be I wanted to bring these amazing women-owned brands to one marketplace, one econ location. Yeah. And I see you have everything from like, from beauty and wellness to wearables to kid stuff, I'm assuming, are those babies? Um, Yeah, babies. And drinks and home goods. So how do you get your, for lack of better terms, vendors, Mm -hmm. brands, Let me just rephrase that. How do you get your brands on or how are they made aware of this? So when I launched Michelle, I knew the first thing that had to happen was I had to have something on the site from a product perspective. Mm -hmm. So for leading up to, because I started working on Michelle back in like the end of 2017. So around beginning of 2018, I started making a list of brands that I would source through social media for the most part. Sometimes I would do web searches, but most of them I started following on social media, Instagram and Facebook specifically. Instagram seemed to be the platform where they all resonated too. So before Michelle launched, I reached out to them all individually and said, this is what I'm doing. I'd love to have your products on. I'd love to have you as a partner. Most of them said, absolutely. Yes, let's do this. Um, You know, all of them were, all of them even still today are relatively new brands. And when I say relatively new, less than five years are, are 
95% of my brands are less than five years. So they were all in that indie brands space. And, And so they were all loving the fact that it was women owned. And I said to them, you know, we're, we're better together. This isn't about me putting you on Michelle and going, okay, go do your thing and sell your product through my site or through my store. Right. I am here to you know help and guide you. So that's how it started. But then now it's word of mouth. I get more people that either see us on Instagram or now my brand partners just through interviews like this or talking with other like-minded businesses in this natural space will will mention Michelle. So a lot of people now just come to me direct. Interesting. I'm looking at your site. That's, it it looks like you have a huge range. We really do. Some of these, I really didn't, I would have never known that they were less than five years old because I feel like I've seen their brands longer yeah there's there's a there's a few that's been around for a while um there's one brand on that's um was founded by jessica alba Um, oh yeah yeah yeah. it's not honest uh, yeah honest exactly it's she's got a few things on michelle um they've been around maybe a little over five years but uh, but still not very long not not long with regards to what some what right. globally right. known brands, store bought brands have been. Yeah. So now from a marketplace standpoint, okay. So you've got your brands and are you adding more? Like are you open to adding more? Okay. Absolutely. Yes. Because I've got some I've got some ideas for you that I can make intros to. Um perfect. Yeah. I mean I feel like this is the wave. Everything is sustainable. Everything is Yeah natural organic it's just the way especially i you know kudos to the younger generations because i feel like they're pushing that more and more very much so we're following right or like you said somebody has a medical issue and i can attain to that i mean like i can speak to that like it takes you down this it's not a rabbit hole but it Mm -hmm. takes you down this road and it's like you just keep peeling back the layers of trying to figure out and you it it just keeps going so i totally get why people start their own brands because it's out of their own personal journey absolutely absolutely yeah super cool so you've got the brands now how do you get the consumers well, what's your strategy been? Because building a marketplace is no joke. No. So for people that don't know, it is like building two companies. Reality is, Absolutely. in my opinion, I, I've built one and it is like chicken and egg all day long. And um, it's it's a lot of work. It really is, Brooke. And you know what's interesting is that when I, I'm, I'm the idea mind on the idea person. So I knew a little bit about, again, knowing a lot of little bit about a lot of things. I knew a little bit about IT and websites and had worked with my designers to develop some over the years. But the amount of what I needed to know to launch, here's an example. When we launched in June of 2020, I was on Shopify and Shopify is great. 
but it truly is has limited capabilities and it's truly for someone who just needs a very template based type of website. And I knew that, but I was okay with that because it's also the unknowns of, well, will I get brands? Will I get customers? How's this really going to go? And when you're investing out of your own pocket, Mm -hmm. I would say to every entrepreneur who doesn't know this already, you know, be, be very diligent about where you put your money because especially in the world of marketing, it's really needed the most, right? So I sought out a team to build my backend and the backend is what I call my seller's portal. So like Amazon, like Etsy, which I didn't have that kind of money to invest it was to allow my brand partners to manage their sales, build out their product pages, make changes whenever they wanted to. They could see the customers. I wasn't keeping the customer information from them. I wanted them to be able to answer questions one-on-one with the customers, engage with them. Because again, if you're going to be a part of my community, then I trust you. You know, We're doing this together. Shopify had nothing I could use, nothing. So I sought out a team to develop this for me and I found them in India. Super cool group of guys. They're like, absolutely, we do this all day long. I was on the phone with them sometimes at midnight, one o'clock in the morning because of the time change, going through, making sure it had all the little working parts. We launch in June. The first time Shopify shuts it down is August. Then again, like mid-September. Then we had another issue in like October. Finally, I said to my web designer developer, I said, We've gotta, I've gotta get out, out of Shopify. We've gotta start all over again. He's like, What? I said, We've gotta move away from <laughs> Shopify. I can't do this. Because, right. because now it's becoming a time sucker. Like every time I turned around, I was dealing with IT issues. Well, what was the story? What was Shopify's issue? It, it was, uh, um, I think Shopify, it wasn't an approved Shopify plugin. So therefore they just didn't play well together. Mm. So Shopify would, would get it back on track, you know, 24, 48 hours later, because you can't talk to anybody. But I think it was because they didn't, the, the, the plugin application wasn't approved by them. And so therefore there was some, them talking the same language issues in the technology world, you know? Right, right. So in January, we started developing out in WooCommerce, WordPress, WooCommerce. And so we basically, for the most part, started from scratch because I wasn't going to put the burden on my brand partners by that time to rebuild their stores and invest. So I had my team do all, we, we basically did everything to get it rebuilt and relaunched. So the marketing was completely interrupted because of those ebbs and flows of technology issues. So now to get customers, you know, we have a a strong Instagram presence. Um, We have a strong digital ad presence. Um, I love doing things like this and just really, truly driving the awareness. Because for me, the takeaway isn't about, and and I just, I'll say this all day long, every day. Michelle isn't really about selling a product. It's about selling 
an experience, but more importantly, providing you with the benefits that you need to live your best holistic lifestyle. And with that, now I'm partnering with experts in other mind, body, and soul arenas of that holistic world um, that I think will engage with people even more. Customers and people buying products will come if they truly have the need and see the benefit and want to be a part of who we are, right? And with COVID, I think people are now kind of trying to get away from what they know to be, you know, um, medicines and pills and, and things that were, you know, prescribed to you. And they're truly wanting to understand and engage in what else can I do to be healthy? Because there's truly more to it than taking a pill. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Well, and you can go down a rabbit hole trying to find natural products. And then you find one thing and then next thing you know, you it leads you to oh, well, maybe I need to do, get some deodorant. And now, now that I got my snacks sorted, now I need to do deodorant. Now I need to do skincare. Now hairspray, shampoo, like the list goes on and on and on and on. Right. Yeah. So you only have so much time in a day to do research. So it'd be uh -huh. fantastic to like have one spot where you can go and get all of those needs. And do you have, uh, are there like reviews as well or do you, you click through to the company's website to get like reviews on products or what people have to say how does that work no we, we're trying to keep everything inclusive on michelle so most mm -hmm. most of the reviews will be on the actual product pages but each brand partner has her own storefront so if you click mm -hmm. towards the bottom of the home page on meet our brands Mm -hmm. That takes you to like thumbnails of those who have their stores built. Mm -hmm. When you click on those individual stores, you'll find um, the About Us, which kind of tells the brand story. You'll see all of her products. You'll, you'll see testimonials and reviews, but they're also on, on most of the products uh, brand pages as well, product pages. That's awesome. Of Very course, cool. that's a whole part of the, you know, building up and adding on and, and that's kind of what we're focused on now is as we're con con continuing to engage with our customers and those that are a part of our community we really want to hear from them not only about a specific product but what else do you want to know about what else can we educate you on are you curious right. to know about meditation and what that does for you about breathing techniques so Going back to that, me partnering with experts, especially through social, we're starting to kind of do a lot of cross promotion with women who are in those other holistic spaces. You'll see blogs yeah. and such on Michelle as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I know that Lynn introduced us. Have you uh, been introduced to um, Madam Lemmy or any uh, no. I, Alia or any of those brands? No. Ah, okay. So they've been guests on the podcast. So uh, I will make intros for you because they all have natural products that you could um, add to this. And we're always to. looking for new opportunities. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so what's next? 
What's next? Well, I'm going to certainly continue to build Michelle as the premier marketplace of all natural. As you probably will see, we do have gaps under some categories. Eats and drinks is my biggest need right now. Um, okay. Finding There's lots and lots and lots of better for you foods and beverages out there. But I'm trying to connect with what my community and my customers want to see under foods and beverages versus just mm -hmm. throwing everything on there and saying, okay, you guys buy whatever you think is best. So yeah. I need to really, I'm, I'm on, a, on a mission to find um, some of the best food and beverage products. Same with home products, especially cleaning. There's a big demand right now for um, all natural cleaning products. There was just a study released by a friend of mine and she's a nutritionist, fitness guru, that the chemicals in, I'll call them store-bought home cleaning products, is affecting women's thyroids. Ah, With impacting thyroid, it's causing weight gain. So Maybe that's, that's my problem. Uh, you know what? That is totally my problem. When she told me, she told me this because we were talking about this exact topic was me gaining weight. And she's like, so what kind of home products do you use? And I'm like, well, you know, I use, you know, nothing with chemicals. She goes, okay, but tell me exactly what you're using. So when I did, she goes, okay, well, then that's not your problem. And I said, well, why, why did you ask? And that's when she said, she goes, we just completed a very intense study on those chemicals in home products affecting women's thyroids. And she goes, what led me down the rabbit hole to start the study was during COVID, when COVID started, everybody was cleaning crazy, mm -hmm. like cleaning constantly using bleach, using all these harsh chemicals. Hand sanitizer is one of the things she said we found out through the study that it was attacking the thyroid and these women were gaining like 20, 30 pounds within like three or four months. And I'm like, wow. So home clean. Yeah. Home and they probably haven't changed through. their diet at all. Yeah. Right. Mm. right. So okay. that, those types of, of educational uh, stories, I'll call them, that's really the next biggest phase for me, Shell. I really want to start educating people on just holistic, better for you. What is impacting you from the outside in and the inside out? Because mm -hmm. like I said, you know, people will look at a, a bag of popcorns and see an all natural or natural ingredient stamp on their packaging. But what does that really mean? And right, honestly, right. I wonder, Brooke, really how many people truly do know what it means. It shouldn't just be a buzz that comes and goes. I mean, you truly right, should right. understand and live it, you know, and see right. the benefits of it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Have you ever heard of Grove? Well, there it's Grove Collaborative. Have you ever heard of Grove? So no. Grove is a website and it's all, um, it's pretty much cleaning supplies and it's supposed to be more on the natural side, but they carry, um, you might want to check it out because there may be some brands on here that you might be interested in partnering with. So um, not 
to get on this a side note but they have like seventh generation generation myers and all those method and all the the um stuff you'd find in the grocery store but i don't know if they have any like one-offs or whatnot okay check them out so they they their thing is is that you can have set it up on shipments you know that get shipped to your house we're starting uh, yeah yeah so dr bronner's and they have a variety of things so check that out their website's grove.co they're known as an yeah they're known as an emerging brand so i don't um but they have brands within their website so take a look at that i don't know how that will um transition translate yeah no problem translate over to you uh okay and then like the food and the bev like what are you seeing that people are wanting any particular kind of food no and that's that's where i need to do a deeper dive i'm probably going to survey my uh my community and ask specifically about what types of foods and beverages like just being in this in this space i i know I have a good idea of what people are kind of migrating towards. And I look at, I can pull data that shows me what categories are selling the most, which is a good indication of what people are wanting, obviously, if it's, you know, selling well. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's what my community of, of people want to buy. So mm-hmm. um, I need to do a deeper dive on food and beverage, home goods, definitely, Another very fast growing category is pets, which is my furry friends. Mm -hmm. And right now, which I'm hoping when I attend the Expo East, which is an all natural convention, it's one of the biggest in the United States in March. I'm hoping to find more women owned natural pet brands because I have looked and looked and looked and there isn't a lot of them out there that I have found. Mm-hmm. So pet is another really big area of need for Michelle. Mm-hmm. Beauty and wellness is, is good right now. I'll always take more because there's a lot of phenomenal wellness and beauty brands out there. But higher on my priority list today is definitely eats and drinks, furry friends, and home goods. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good to know. I just saw a commercial. Uh, I was watching a movie the other night, and there was this food, uh, dog food that's, uh, it's um, fresh. Like it's like, lack of better terms, human food. Have you seen yeah, this? I have. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great concept. Yes. But we figured it up, and it would cost us like four hundred and fifty dollars a month to feed our dog. We're like a dogs, dogs. Yeah. Yeah. It's that stuff is that's, not cheap. It's well, that and, not. And that's it's crazy. And that's the thing, Brooke. It's honestly most of the products in the naturals space or naturals categories, it's it's not cheap. Right. It really isn't. I mean, I guess there's something to be said for buying products that are filled with, you know, chemicals and preservatives and all the things that are, you know, not good for you. Because yeah. I have yeah. found, like, the prices on Michelle, I mean, they are absolutely the absolute lowest that 
all of my brand partners can offer them for. Like there's very little margin in them because we just want people to try them, you know? But then there's also the fine lines of, you know, shipping fees, which we try to eliminate on them for the most part. But yeah, my dog food, the brand I in love in you, that's my most popular pet food brand on Michelle. And she's, she's out of uh, Boulder, Colorado, always sold out. Always. Yeah. Her Mm -hmm. stuff is premium. It's very good. Yeah. I don't think people realize or take in consideration the chemicals that they like in makeup, for instance, or in just anything. Hair shampoo. Like monster. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I was talking to, um, I don't even know, because through my recruiting business, I was recruiting someone, operations or mark, I can't remember. And they worked at a chemical company. And so they were telling me uh, about their chemicals. And she's like, you know, I work in the, I manage the clients, you know, like skincare and da, da, da. She's like, but I also manage paint clients. And I said, wait a minute. So you're telling me that the chemicals that go into paint are the same chemicals that go into makeup? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness. I don't think people know this. No, people don't know that. Wow. (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) I mean, I knew it had, you know, toxins and parabens and all that nasty stuff. I did not know that. Yeah. I mean, not probably not in every thing, but yeah. I'm, I was like, so people are putting this, what they put in paint, they're putting it on their bodies. And she's like, yeah, unfortunately. I'm like, oh my gosh. Crazy, right. It was crazy. It crazy. really does so, um, But you're right. Uh, I, I, I started to interrupt you. You are right. I mean, people truly don't realize the, I'll call it junk. It's put in everything, everything that's not considered to be, you know, natural or organic. Sorry, go ahead. I interrupted you. No, that's all right. I was just going to ask you outside of the whole um, IT technology, like redo situation, are there any other challenges that you've faced that have been particularly hard or unexpected or you weren't kind of took you maybe we're blindsided by them that you had to overcome? Yeah, you know, and, and this is still a challenge. Um, I, I think whether it's kind of a twofold challenge because I feel like the vast majority of people truly still don't understand this holistic, all natural whatevers, mm-hmm. even though they want to, they still don't. That then dot, dot, dots it into why they don't buy the products. And, and I get it because if they don't understand that they have the need, if they don't realize why the need is there, well, then why would they buy, the, buy these products versus buying what they're used to buying with regards to makeup and hair and, um, you know, body lotions and pet foods and baby lotions and foods. So... My, I think the biggest obstacle to overcome is, again, saturating the marketplace and realizing that our products are much, much different. And once they experience them, they will see and feel and understand what those benefits are. 
yeah. making yeah. that transition, even though every category under the naturals umbrella is growing leaps and bounds since 2020, I still think that there's a little bit of a ways to go for the vast majority of people. Right. And then you've got things like, and again, not going off on or being rude or disrespectful to companies like Amazon because they're doing a fabulous job. And for the most part, you can find more natural, organic, better for you products on Amazon. They're not, um, you have to dig a little deeper and which is why we added the not on Amazon category to Michelle because mm -hmm. some of my brands just flat out refuse. They're like, we don't want to be associated with all of that. Like, we don't want to be known as the, the bottle of, of moisturizer that's $9.99 because that's not who we, we are. Our stuff is right. good stuff, and that's why you pay a premium for our stuff. Right. So I, that is definitely my biggest hurdle right now, and I think it will be for a bit. Yeah. But that's okay. So, yeah. I mean, it's education, right? Education. Exactly. Exactly. So what motivates you? What keeps you motivated? Because um, you're still doing your agency too, right? I you am. still have that going on as well. I do. So yeah. what, what keeps you motivated? The relationships with my brand partners and my customers. I mean, I, you know, when I, when I started Michelle, well, before I started Michelle, I've always been a very a relationship-driven person. Mm -hmm. Starting as a little girl, experiences through my childhood led me to be, I felt, a good listener, um, someone who would absorb the, the conversations or the needs or the objectives and kind of then decide next steps. But it's always led to very long-term relationships. And that was the one thing that I loved about Michelle was that I could not only connect these brand owners and partners with me, but with one another. I mean, this morning we had a strategy call. I had six of the brand partners on and it was a phenomenal conversation. We were collaborating over kind of where the, the white spaces are with regards to marketing and sales and how we can start kind of being better together, how we can start influencing one another via social and emails and grassroots and what we wanted to invest money in from a co-marketing perspective. So that truly is what I love about this is bringing these women together and us doing it together, you know, being better yeah. together. The second layer would definitely then be the um, expanding the education and reach to our community of the benefits. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's fun. Really cool. It's fun. Yeah. You know, and that's, I think at this stage of my life, it's, it should really be more about, you know, fun and enjoying what you do and how you do it, you know, mm -hmm. not about the, about the number of sales you have, even though those are great. Don't get me wrong. That's, we're all in business to do business. But to me, there's always, there always has to be more, more to it than just that. Right. Right. Well, so that being said, what do you want your legacy to be? It could be your personal legacy or it could be Michelle's legacy. You know, I want my legacy to be pretty simple that I always 
tried to see the positive in everything and everything and everyone that I always approached life with a very open mind. Um, I followed my journey, which I feel like we're all given a journey. I listened and I followed my journey. I brought amazing people together and we were better because of each other that I never have ever done anything. I will never in a million years ever say I've gotten as far as I have by myself because I haven't. Yeah. And that I cherish each and every person that I have in my circle. Yeah. That's amazing. You know, I just thought of this, I was going to ask it earlier and it's completely, uh, we'll just say it's derailed from what we were just talking about, but how did you find your developers in India? Because I know a lot of people that are starting out and finding developers. Well, I've been there. It's kind of a nightmare. It is a nightmare. Um, how did I find them? I, I searched Upwork pretty heavy. I went through Upwork. I then was doing web searches. I was then connecting with web developers and designers that I had knew and worked with over the years. I believe that it was a, a web designer that I worked with about five-ish years ago who led me to the team in India. Mm. And they had a pretty nice website themselves. And then we set up a, a call and we just kind of went from there. But I do believe, because I, I talked to like, I want to say, Brooke, I talked to at least 10 different yeah. people or teams of people in India at that time. But I believe it was a, a colleague that introduced me to that group. Yeah. Well, that's good. So how can we help you? How can we help you succeed? Just, you know, spreading the word and, and telling people that, you know, Michelle is more than just a place to shop, that we, that we, are, we are and we will continue to be more than just someplace that you just go and buy stuff. I mean, again... Amazon is known for the place that you go and you just buy stuff and everybody needs that. And I'm not saying that we don't want to sell stuff, but we certainly don't want to be known for just that. Right. So the more people who know about Michelle.com, the better. Yeah. So how, what, how did you come up with Michelle? <laughs> so this is cute. So I have two boys who just turned 20 and 18. Uh -huh. My 20 year old, him and his buddies used to walk in the, the door after high school most days. And as soon as that door would open and they knew I would time it so that I wasn't on the, on the call or if I wasn't, you know, disturbed, but they would walk in and scream, Michelle, we're here. So in brainstorming names, my boyfriend said, why don't you just name it Michelle? And I went, Hmm. Yeah. I guess it does have a clever ring to it, doesn't it? So my my son and his friends named Michelle. That's awesome. I love it. That's great. And they still call me. They've never called me Michelle. They've always called me Michelle. That's awesome. That's great. I love it. I love it. Okay, so we're going to spread the word about Michelle. I'm going to make some intros to you, uh, to some, a few brands and we'll try to get the word out as much as we can, uh, Thank to you. get people engaged for you. 
And I wish nothing but the best for you. I think this is awesome. And I think you're off to a great start. I can totally see this expanding and becoming uh, a very successful e-commerce platform. Thank you, Brooke. Sure. I, yeah, I, feel, I feel the same. I, I just stay, again, positive and we keep doing what we do. But I really appreciate your support. I really do. This yeah, has been amazing. Absolutely. absolutely. And one quick thing. Aren't you writing a book? I'm being featured in a book that's coming out in a couple weeks. I'm ah, a actor okay. in a book. So awesome. the book is called um, Le- Legends, Leaders, and Heroes, Inspirational mm-hmm. Stories of, uh, of Entrepreneurs or From Entrepreneurs, I think it is. So there's like 35 chapters. So I'm one of the chapters. Yay. Well, we're going to have to check it out. Uh so we will keep our eye on, on that. That's in a couple of weeks, you said? Yeah, it's supposed to be out, I think, around the 12th or 13th of February. So I think that's, what, next week? So it's, it's, it's soon. Okay. I'm I'll, send you a, I'll send you a copy. I'm getting five copies. I'll send you a copy. Oh, you don't, you don't have to do that. Just let me know when it's out, and we'll order some. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. We could even give them away as gifts. Oh, that would be cool. Fun, yeah. 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 Uh, is there anything else? Oh, well, okay. One piece of advice you talked earlier about, you gave a piece of advice to others, but is there anything else that you would share, say for the individual out there that's thinking about starting a company that has an idea, maybe has fear, doesn't know, you know, taking the risk or going into the unknown or someone that started something and they're like maybe in a rough patch or they just feel defeated. What advice would you give them? My best advice to give for anyone who is either already in business for themselves or even considering or wanting to be in business for themselves is one, listen to your gut and take the leap. I mean, if your gut's talking to you that loudly and and that, that inner, your energy is telling you something. So use that to do what you're being guided to do. With that, my second piece of advice is network, network, network. I mean, as I said earlier, I would not be where I am without my circle. And I have a few layers to my circle. I have my immediate circle, then it expands a little bit more, then it expands a little bit more. But the point is, I have a big pool of people that I can reach out to, whether it's to vent about being aggravated because of something with being an entrepreneur, which you know is, there. there is a lot of those days, right? Yes, uh, all, all the way to those people that I can reach out to and say, hey, I need a developing team to do a, a seller's portal. Help me please. Like, I don't know where to turn at this point. So you can't do it on your own. No one can do it on their own. So the more people you have in your circle, have them and keep expanding it and lean on them. We all should be always leaning on one another because this is not an endeavor for the weak of heart. And it's certainly not an endeavor for someone who isn't 50% 50% self-motivated on a daily basis, right? Right. It really is. For sure. And, yes. and be prepared to consistently pivot 
and know that when you're having a bad day, check out for the day and get up the next morning and start again, because right. there's going to be a lot of those. Or as I said, <laughs> in your circle and just scream. <laughs> right, right, right. Learn when you to know? walk away and come back another yeah. day. Yes. But it's so nice to be able to, when I call, you know, and I've got a, I've got a short list of those that I can call like that because everybody's running in 50 million directions. But the first thing that they'll say to me and I, I say to them, and for the most part, I'll say this to everybody is, what can I do to help you? Mm -hmm. And I think that is the most important question you can ask someone, whether it's personally or professionally. Because what's going on in your professional life triggers down to your personal because it all sits here, right? Certainly. So what can I do to help you? And and there's tons mm -hmm. and tons of people who are truly still willing to be helpful and kind. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and they all stick together, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's cool. Awesome. Well, I am so happy to, that you joined us today and it was so great talking to you. And Likewise. I just know you're going to be very successful and we'll help you as much as we can. If there's anything else that you need, please let us know. And, um, yeah, I'm excited for you. Thank you, Brooke. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. And have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Wild Feather. Be authentic, be limitless, and love yourself. Love yourself.